It truly is good to be in the Lord's house. Amen. I'm telling you, there's there's not a lot of places like it, especially like this old good church right here. That fellow that you said that took you to church, it wasn't Bo Alligood? Bud? Bud Alligood. Kurt, I can tell you, I don't know nothing about a Bud Alligood, but I do know about a John Dent. I know about a good old fella. He t- I'm telling you, he took me everywhere. He took me from the, the safest churches to the sketchiest parts of town I'd ever been. Amen. He took me to some great meetings. I met some great friends through him. He was my best friend. I know about a mama that's funded all my trips. All the, all the little, hey, mama, someone's asked me to come preach for me. Mind if I go? I don't just mind. Here you go. Here's a little bit of money for gas. I'm spoiled. Amen. That's what most people would call it. But I'm going to say I'm blessed this evening. And I'll go ahead and brag on you. I love you, Brother Jamie. I appreciate everything that you do for me, church. I appreciate everything that y'all do for me. If you go ahead and grab your Bibles, I want y'all to turn to John, the book of John, chapter 21. I'm going to be looking at a familiar passage of uh, Scripture tonight. Y'all just, uh, y'all truly do pray for me as I get ready to preach. Uh, it's got something on my heart that the Lord's put on, and I'm, I'm excited to tell y'all about it this evening. Amen. John chapter 21, we're going to start in verse number 15. Say amen if you're there. John 21, 15. It says, So when they had dined, Jesus saith to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my lambs. Verse number 16, he saith to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my sheep. Notice that change there. Verse number 17, going to be the last verse that we read for now. It says, He saith unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, Lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus saith unto him, feed my sheep. Dear most gracious and heavenly Father, Lord God, I just ask that you touch me as I get ready to uh, bring forth, Lord God, this message that you've put on my heart. Lord God, just bless the scriptures, Lord God. Lord, the inerrant word of God that you've given us, Lord, we're thankful for it. Lord, we thank you for this church. Lord, we thank you for this time to gather together. Lord God, just bless it. Hide me behind the cross, Lord God, that I won't be seen, Lord God, but instead you would. In your most precious and holy name I pray. Amen. Uh, As he said, Valentine's Day is on Wednesday, and around this time, people start thinking about love. They start thinking about how much they love that certain girl or that certain boy. And And I've noticed a lot of that attention goes to that certain person. And that's great. You ought to love your your spouse or whatever the case may be. But tonight, I would like to preach on choosing to love God. Amen. Choosing to love God. I'll go ahead and tell you, number one, this one's free. It's a rare thing in in, in nowadays time. It's a very rare thing, especially to see an outward expression of it. You don't have people going around praying at the dinner tables in public like they used to. Amen. I, I feel like almost sometimes you go and you sit down at a table and you start to pray and it's almost like people judge you. But I would much rather the world judge me than God. Thinking of this thought of, of loving the people of the world and, and loving the world. Folks, this is where we have gone wrong. 
This is where we have gone wrong. This is where we see a great man like Simon Peter, just like the rest of us. He failed many times. Amen. But I believe that he was still saved, that he was still a great man of God. And I know that Jesus Christ loved him. Amen. Just as he does you tonight. And so it seems a little weird when we go to verse 15 and he says, so when they had died, Jesus saith to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? We can all imagine uh, what, what the these is, but I'd like to look at the these in your life tonight. Technology. Uh, this is a big one. Food. Uh, other people, uh, the, these uh, m- movies, video games, I'm telling you, it can all get to you in a nowadays, a modern day's time. And it's stressful and it truly takes your mind off of the thing, which is the love of God. We get distracted. We get all bruised up trying to get out of that hedge, Brother David. We mess ourselves up and we lose the focus of what is the love of God. Are you all with me this evening? Say amen. Half of y'all look as dead as four o'clock. Y'all need Jesus. First off, I want to look at choosing to love God's people. This is a big one tonight. And I know that this, what did we say? The cream of the crop. This, this is your, your, your faithful Sunday night uh, people in the church. But all of y'all need to be reminded every now and then that you ought to love God's people. But let me go ahead and tell you that everybody in the world is God's people. Amen. I'm not just talking about the Christians, but I'm talking about the heathens out there, too. They were still made by God. Amen. God might not be theirs yet, but he, excuse me, God might not be theirs, but God loves them. Amen. He is Theirs. Choosing to love God's people. We look in three times. He says, feed my sheep. No, he says, feed my lambs, feed my sheep, feed my sheep. The one thing that I had, that I immediately noticed. And as I went back and looked and I saw a bunch of other Bible scholars noticed. Is he said, feed my sheep and my lambs, because we know that the lambs, that's the that's the itty bitty ones. But we know that the sheep, when we normally talk about sheep, we think of the bigger ones. Amen. We need to love everybody, no matter their age. Amen. No matter their walk of life, no matter their circumstance, we need to love each and every individual. Uh, We loved on Benny this morning and I oh that just blessed my heart. Amen. But it is a great thing. To love the little ones. But let me tell you, the people who are up there in age deserve it as well. Amen. The people that somewhere there in the middle, you don't know quite what you're doing. You deserve it as well. God died so that everyone could be saved. Not just one. Not just the young ones. Not just the old ones. But that we need to choose to love all of God's people. Believers of all ages. This immediately this immediately made me think of the Great Commission. And it makes me think of uh, when I was dueling rolling with Truett McConnell, I had a professor and the, the place has done slipped my mind. But he taught all the way from a different side of the country. Our assignment said that they were due at 1159 on midnight. But for him, that was like six o'clock in the morning. So he knew there was no 1201 entrance. OK, he knew exactly he was up and he was ready. I shouldn't have been up and I should have been ready. Amen. But bless God, I think about the Great Commission and going forth and teaching all the nations and all the people of that. When's the last time you prayed for a missionary? Amen. When's the last time you prayed for your pastor? Amen. Amen. Thank you all. 
When I think about choosing to love God's people, I thought about trying to choose the right words. Amen. I think of James, uh, I believe it's uh, 120, I think it's 26. I have 25 written down, but I believe it's 26. It says, if any man among you seem religious, but bridleth not his tongue. But bridleth not his tongue. We know that that is not a good thing. You can't love on another person, another one of God's children, if you are using the wrong type of language. I'm talking about profane speak. I'm talking about... Now, when I say talking about offending people, I'm not talking about just joking around somebody getting their feelings hurt, although you've got to be careful about it. But bless God, I'm talking about truly offending someone, saying something that you ought not have. I'm just as guilty as everyone else in here. But we need to make sure that when we are loving God's children, that we are choosing the right words. Amen. I wrote this down. Don't sacrifice your testimony for character or the patience that you could have had. I would like to think that I'm a decent little fella. I would like to. I ain't little. Help me, Lord. But I would like to think that I'm a decent individual, you know, especially when you compare yourself to someone else out on the street. But we ought not to do that. That is God's child. He loves them just as much as he loves you, whether they've come to him yet or not. Choosing to love God's people. Under each each of my points tonight, I have don't let it be a question. Don't let it be a question. We already know Jesus knew that Simon Peter loved him. No matter what. Even though he denied him three times. This is after he has risen again. But he says, lovest thou me? Lovest thou me? It brings up an immediate question. And then Peter's heart, well, what have I done? What have you not done? You have sinned. You've fallen short. You're going to do it every single day. But we need to fall in love with each other more than ever. I know that Peter, he had a little bit of a temper. I imagine sometimes he might have said something to another disciple that he ought not have. I know sometimes there's going to be a member of the church that says something to another member of the church that they ought not. You can break that church apart. Be careful what you're talking about now. You need to learn to love God's people. You need to mend these broken relationships. You need to get right with the Lord and you need to love God and His people. His creation. Amen. Moving on tonight. I see that you need to choose to love God's path. So I said God's people and now God's path. And this is a this is a big part for me. We we all know it. I've said it multiple times and I'm going to say it again. There was a day that I got right with the Lord, and it was the best day of my life. Number one, I'm talking about my salvation. That was the best day of my life, the day that I stopped running from my pride, and I said, Lord, I need you. Save me. And I was saved that day. But even more than that, I'm thankful that God gave me a second chance. And that He said, Ashton, you called to preach, and you know that you are. You need to stop running and just do what I want you to do, son. We need to choose to love God's path, and I know it's hard. Oh, I know it's hard. Terry, you had some, you used to have some really weird legs. And, I, and I'm telling you, they, they looked very painful. And I, and I know riding a roller coaster, you know, you get jerked around. So when we went to Disney, Terry, I, don't, I can't really imagine what that would have been like for you. But I imagine it was a little bit rugged, right? 
I imagine when you had this knee pain, it was a little hard to walk, was it not? But you feel a lot better, don't you? He got things straightened out. He's on the right path. Amen. Y'all get y'all get me tonight. I was supposed to be a little bit funny. Y'all can laugh. Lighten up. Come on now. I'll be quick if y'all just amen and laugh a little bit and we'll get out of here. Amen. But I see that choosing the right way and choosing the plan that God has for you is not enough. But to love the right way and to love the plan that God has for you. That way he doesn't have to look at you and say, Kurt, do you love me? We all need a little bit of chastisement every now and then. I don't know too much, so y'all help me here. But I imagine that if you're married, when you go to bed at night, you know that that other person loves you. Why? Because sometime during that day, you said, I love you. That other person said, I love you back. And y'all honored that commitment. Maybe every now and then you just need to remind the Lord that you love him. Maybe every now and then you need to remind him that even things, even though things don't look good right now, Kurt, they're going to get a lot better. Amen. No matter what, Brother David, we wake up and we're still blessed. We need to make sure that whatever path we're on, number one, is the right one, that it's God's path. But number two, that we're happy with it. Sam, I I can't imagine what it would have been like if Jasper would would have been born eight pounds and some ounces. I just, I can't. I don't want to imagine it. One pound and what? Thirteen ounces? I, that's, that's not a lot, Brother David. It sure ain't. And I know looking at the pictures of Bobby's hand right beside him, I can tell you it sure wasn't a lot. But I can look at him now and know that, well, he ain't running around right now. I can just see his little cotton top. But I see him running around this morning in his little muscle shirt. I've seen him shouting during church. He might not know what he's shouting about, but I do. It makes me happy. Amen. But he's running around. He's happy. He's talking. He's doing things that the doctor said he would never be able to do. And that's God. That's God's path. And without that, I wouldn't have this little bit to preach about tonight. Without the faithfulness of Sam and Bobby, I wouldn't have anything to preach about tonight. I wouldn't have this testimony. It's not my testimony, but that's my family and I love them and I'm going to claim it. Amen. Y'all might as well claim it while y'all are in here. Tell everybody about it, amen. If it leads somebody to the Lord, then that's just another better thing. One day, I'm praying that the Lord's going to call him to preach. Because I'm telling you, I I got a wonderful testimony. And in my eyes, none of y'all have a better one. I don't care what y'all come from. That's just the love that I have for my God and my testimony. But bless God, that little boy right there, Bobby, he's going to have something to talk about that a whole lot of other people ain't. A whole lot of other people ain't. I don't mean to get, I don't mean to get all sad and depressing, but I know that there were multiple babies that didn't make it while y'all were there. But he did, Bobby. There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. And what a blessing it is. It's God's path. Don't be saddened by it. Although in that moment it was so scary. But learn to love it. Learn to love it. Life is scary. I'll go ahead and tell you, I'm 19. I have no, there's not too many things that I know besides that my mama, she cooks very well. I know that. I know that according to my birth certificate, I'm 19 years of age. I know that I'm saved and I know that I'm called to preach. And besides that, 
Brother David, I'm at a loss for words. I, I don't know too much, but every day I can wake up and I can see that there's a path right here. And it may seem a little rough. And turning back sure would be a lot easier. But Jesus is standing at that, the end of that path. I like to think of it in all those fantasy movies when, you know, they walk in and all them people's playing the trumpet. I can't wait for the trumpets to sound and to ascend. And I, I whoo, what a blessing. I cannot wait to see this old rugged path that we're walking with that amazing Jesus that's carrying that old rugged cross. Turns into a solid gold path that's so pure you can see through it. That turns into a mansion in heaven. The marriage supper of the, oh my goodness, I cannot wait. Ashton, I can't relate. Then you need to fall in love with God's path. You need to fall in love with God. You need to put behind your worldly wants. This was a bit, this was a big part for me. Brother David, I, that little green thing that we all put in our wallets that's about this long, got a bunch of different dead old guys on it. I loved it. And I'll go ahead and tell you that I loved it. I wanted this, I wanted that. It didn't matter who gave it to me. It didn't matter if I had to work for it or sit on my tail for it. I wanted it. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to go to business school. I'm going to be a successful businessman, and I'm going to get that money. So that's what I started doing. I started doing rolling with Truett McConnell to do business because I knew, Brother Jamie, that's what I wanted. I wanted to make money. I wanted to live comfortably. I never finished the business program. I dropped out. Went on to finish my little bit in world religions. Because God had a different path for me. But I can tell you one thing, Brother David. It's led me back here. You can take all the money in my wallet. I wouldn't trade a morning like this morning for nothing. Wouldn't trade a morning like this morning for nothing. Put down the worldly wants, the worldly lust, and follow God. Fall in love with God and His will. We hear that word a lot. Will, His will, His will. Well, if God wills it. But is that just something that you're repeating or is it something that you truly want? Think, it, think about it. Is that something that you're just repeating because you've heard every pastor get up here and say, Lord, we pray for your will and your way. Or are you truly praying for God's will and his way? Because I'll tell you, if you're not and you don't love God and you don't love his path and you ain't ready, it's going to hit you like a ton of bricks and you're going to be on the ground. But I can also tell you that there's going to be a hand right there waiting to pick you up. Waiting to show you what you can do with those bricks. Another thing about that path is I might not be a millionaire or a hundred thousandaire or a hundredaire. <laughs> but bless God, I got the opportunity to get up here and preach tonight. And that means more to me than y'all will ever know. It means more to me than y'all will ever know. I look down and I see y'all looking at me. And I want to go ahead and tell you, I'm not up here for that. But to see a bunch of faithful people, that blesses a preacher's heart. I know it blesses your pastors. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know that I thought the thoughts that I had for you, saith the Lord. What does it say? Plans to prosper. The path may seem rough now. But God's about to come in with that plow. 
He's going to knock it all down. He's going to plant some green grass. And we're going to be on our way. But it's just like a lot of people. And I, I know for those of you that have plants, they say it takes a lot of water and a little bit of love. It takes some nurturing. It takes God for you to grow. Point number three tonight. Choosing to love God's power. And I feel like this kind of encapsulates uh, everything that we've seen tonight. Because we know that, that God's people, God's creation, that's because of His power. And we know that God's will and His way is all-powerful. And that there is nothing that can stop it. Satan can try his hardest. He can pace back and forth to and fro. But if God doesn't want it to happen, it's not going to happen. I was cutting up with the men before church, and, I, and we were talking about politics. Some of you need to get back in your Bible and stop worrying about what Tucker Carlson's saying on Twitter. And I'm talking to myself, too. Some of us need to figure out about God and what He's running for. Because I'll tell you, He's running and He's waiting for the time that His Father says, go get Him. And I'm telling you, there is no suiting up. He's already suited up and ready to go. There is no, hold on, let me call in reinforcements because the angels are ready to go. That trumpet sounds, we're ascending and boy, I cannot wait. It's because of God's power. And then we always sing the song that there's power in the blood. But how many of you believe it? How many of you seek that blood and the power that's in it? We, we talked about the, all the blood that's in your body. And we talked about how surely, you know, even if we divvied up a drop of blood, eventually that blood should have ran out by now. But it hasn't. Because it's God. It's Jesus' sacrifice. And when He died, He said that it was for all mankind. He knew just what He needed to go from whoever was born then to go to a little Luke in here. Talked about Miss Sarah's about to have a baby. Y'all pray for her. But bless God, there's power in that blood. And it amazes me to think that all the babies that will be born, we'll say a year from now, if the Lord tarries His coming, and that baby grows up, Miss Nisha, it's going to get the gospel, some shape or form. It's going to have an option to turn to the Lord. And that just amazes me. God's amazing grace still amazes me. There's a song about that, but bless God, I'm going to preach it tonight and it's true. There's power in His blood. There's power in creation. There's power in knowledge. There's power in love. There's power in love. Little Josie back there. That's, that's my best friend. Doing all right. And I did one of the most manliest things, I think it was last weekend. I sat down on her bedroom floor and played Barbies with her. And if somebody would have walked in, they would have been like, hey, that's a little weird. Well, that's just the type of love that I got for her. I'm man enough to sit down and play with some Barbies. Help me, Lord. But I'd do anything for that little girl back there because I love her. There's a power. There's a reason behind that love, Kurt. 
there's a reason that you wake up at night, Kurt, and you're like, you know what? I know Camden's asleep, but let me let me just go check on him. And there's a time when you wake up and you might not want to roll over, but you know Luke's right there. Let me just go ahead and check on him. Let me check on Leah. I know I texted one of my good preacher friends the other night. It was about 10 o'clock. I don't know why. God just put him on my heart. I said, hey, brother, I'm praying for you and I love you. There's power in that love. But there is no love that is more powerful than God's. There's no love that is more powerful than God's. Something interesting I've always found, though, is we cannot love God if we do not love His Son. And we cannot love His Son if we do not love the Holy Spirit. It's the three in one. It's a package deal. You take all of it. You love it. It's all powerful. Omnipotent. Everyone's heard that before. If you haven't, it means all powerful. And that's never going to change. Make sure your love doesn't change. All powerful, all loving. There's many names that we could give God. There's many names that have been given to God. But Brother Jim, you want another one that's always just fit the best for me? Father. I lost my daddy in 2019. But there hasn't been a single day that I've gone without my heavenly father. I lost my granddaddy. (laughs) But there hasn't been a single day that I have gone without my heavenly father. There have been times where I've cried out to the Lord that he would just give me a man in my life that could be like a father figure to me. And he cried out to me and said, what do you need that for him right here? He said, I've got everything that anyone could ever teach you. He said, you're looking in the wrong place. You need to look in His power. Every time you hear a good sermon, what's the the one tie-in that it always has? It's God. You can't preach a sermon... And if you can, you ought not to without it tying back to Jesus Christ. And the power of that blood, the power of His love. Mama, I imagine you wouldn't, but I don't think you'd sacrifice me for nobody. And Mama, I've made a lot of mistakes. But the sacrifice of perfect. And I, and I really want that to sink in. I know y'all, I know y'all have heard it. I just, I talked to Brother Jamie about this today. I'm just hoping that I can just put a little seed in there and, it, and it'll grow into something. But a perfect son. To give him up. That's something else right there. That's something else right there. Few other things that I wrote down and I'll be done. Is making sure that when you're loving his people and his path and his power, 
don't forget that he's more than a people maker. And he's more than a way maker. And he's more than just some God. He is God. When you're choosing the right words in the right way, make sure you're picking up the right weapons too. I'm not talking about a sword. I'm not, I'm not talking about a glock. I'm talking about the sword. I'm talking about the word of God. Because if you can look at me and say that you've never felt the love of God, then you've never read a word of this book. People want to change it. Wake up. Do not be in a place where God has to question your love. Speaking again with Brother Jamie today, and I, I talked to him, and I said, I really just want to try to, I said, this is what's on my mind, is loyalty. Like Brother David, you talked about this morning, the people packing the vending machines. You want to make sure that when you told them boys to go pack up the vending machines, that they packed up the vending machines, that it was slap full. You want to make sure that they weren't telling you that they're doing that and go working for someone else. That, that wouldn't have flown, would it? It's no good, Brother Jody, if one of your workers says that they're going to be in at 6 o'clock and they swear by it. And they never come in. They give you a call, hey, I quit and going somewhere else. That's, that's no use for you. But that loyalty is love. God knows everything. But don't let Him have to put you in check. Do not be in an... I said don't be in a place where God has to question your love. Don't be in a place where another Christian has to question your love. We're real judgmental on people. I'm, I'm talking to myself too, but we're real judgmental on people. And some people, they need it. Some people, they, they need a little bit of help. Sometimes they need a, a little bit of a pick-me-up. Just a little reminder, Brother Kurt. But if someone sees you out in public and they have to question if you're a Christian, take it a step further. If someone sees you in public and has to question what Lighthouse Baptist Church is about because of your actions, you're doing something wrong. Put it on display. That's the words that I, I, I'm going to try to leave you with tonight. Put his love on display. Find somebody. Tell them you love them. Give somebody a hug. Give somebody a gift. Give somebody a word of encouragement. A gift is nothing if it's never seen. 
put it on display and wake up each and every single day and choose God's love. Because every single day, every single second, God chooses to love you.